1: Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato, and this is qualifying at the 2023 Canadian Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts, and on today's episode, the rain finally arrives for an F1 session in Montreal, amping up the difficulty in a wet and wild grid-setting hour. The challenge of the changing track conditions caught out several teams and drivers. Ferrari fumbled Charles Leclerc's runs, leaving him 11th fastest, while Carlos Sainz was penalised for blocking Pierre Gasly as all the drivers tried to time their laps for when the track was fastest. But others got it spectacularly right. Alex Albon was the outright fastest man of the day with a lap in almost dry conditions in Q2, and Nico Hulkenberg qualified second in Q3, before a penalty, of course, stripped him of the position. And there was no faulting Max Verstappen. Modern F1's wet weather master was peerless taking pole by a big margin to set himself up for a 41st victory. But at least one driver thinks it might not be another cruise for the title leader. For more from the paddock in Montreal, let's hear now from Luke Smith.
0: Hello again from Montreal. I'm Luke Smith, senior Formula One writer for The Athletic, coming to you after yet another topsy-turvy day at the Canadian Grand Prix. It may have all ended in a very familiar result with Max Verstappen scoring pole position for Red Bull Racing, but it was a far from familiar qualifying session. Red flags, spins and a classic long wait for penalty verdicts made for a strange old day. But anyway, here's everything you need to know from Montreal. It was a fifth pole position in eight races for Max Verstappen in 2023, this time taken by a mammoth margin of 1.2 seconds. But that does not get close to describing just what a tricky session it was out there for all of the drivers, Max included. A drying track through Q1 meant that by the time Q2 started, it was possible to make the switch to Slicks. Only for that to then quickly change, I mean by the start of Q3, with the rain growing harder, intermediates were the only way to go. As Verstappen does so often, he was in the right place at the right time, getting at the head of the pit lane for when the session went green so he could get the best of the track conditions. Verstappen survived a few sketchy moments where he tested the limits of adhesion around the damn track to put it on provisional pole two tenths clear of Fernando Alonso, who challenged him right the way through key one. Verstappen's track position meant he was one of just two drivers to get flying laps in before a red flag was shown for Oscar Piastri's crash. Verstappen improved by 1.2 seconds and that would be enough to give him a comfortable pole position. The growing intensity of the rain once the session resumed following the red flag had drivers all out there calling for wet tyres, meaning there were no improvements on the times they set on intermediates. It meant Verstappen was hopping out of his car early and celebrating with the team as the clock ticked down. When the timer finally hit zero, Verstappen was stood in the pit lane waving at the fans in the grandstand. It bodes well for Verstappen going into Sunday's race, particularly as Red Bull teammate and chief title rival, if we can really still consider him to be such a thing, Sergio Perez had another session to forget. For the third race in a row, Perez failed to reach Q3, ending up 12th in Q2. He put it down to poorly timed laps in the switch from intermediate to slicks, and a struggle then getting those tyres up to temperature. He called the session a mess. It all continued a bad run for Checo, and gives Verstappen a huge chance to extend his 53-point buffer at the head of the championship on Sunday. But the bigger celebrations at the end of Q3 were down at Haas. Six months on from Kevin Magnussen's shock pole in Brazil, it was the turn of the other side of the garage to celebrate an unexpected success, as Nico Hülkenberg qualified a remarkable second. He was the only other driver apart from Verstappen to get two laps in at the start of Q3 before the red flag giving him second place. It was due to be his first front row start since Austria 2016 and only the third of his F1 career. But the stewards found Holkenberg had committed a red flag infringement after crossing the line, exceeding the delta that was required. The stewards did say it should have been a 10 place grid penalty for the incident, but acknowledged the mitigating circumstances and saw that Holkenberg did try and slow down. Hulkenberg said that he was confused about the beep signal in his helmet and at one stage thought he was going too slow misunderstanding the delta. Because of these mitigating circumstances, the stewards decided it would only be a three-place penalty for Hülkenberg, meaning he will start Sunday's race from fifth place on the grid. Still a pretty good result, all things considered, for the Haas team. Hülkenberg's demotion means it's another front row start for Fernando Alonso. He actually started P2 here last year in Canada with Alpine. This time around with a much faster Aston Martin car though, you'd imagine he's got his sights set on a pretty good result. Alonso said he was happy with his qualifying, feeling that Aston Martin had got quite unlucky with the timing of the red flags and incidents throughout the day, meaning that third in Q3 and up to second on the grid is a pretty good result for him. He also continued his bullish, upbeat feeling about his chances going into Sunday's race. It's really been present ever since we left Spain, when he was so sure that would be a one-off setback for the team. He said that they could look to put Verstappen under some pressure in the race on Sunday. And it's a really tantalising prospect having Alonso and Verstappen going side by side through that opening complex of corners. Hülkenberg's penalty meant that Mercedes locked out the second row of the grid with Lewis Hamilton ahead of George Russell. Considering the team had expected to struggle in Canada due to the track layout, it was an encouraging result that furthered the team's belief it has turned a corner with this upgrade package. Russell said after qualifying there was no reason Mercedes could not contend for another double podium finish, saying its race pace and FP2 was only a small step behind that of Verstappen, and actually in front of what Alonso and Perez were doing. If Mercedes can get such a result at a track that's really not meant to suit the W14 car, it would be a ringing endorsement of the progress it is making. But one team that does not seem to be making any progress right now is Ferrari, which endured a miserable Saturday. Charles Leclerc was left fuming on the radio about the tyre selection through Q2 as he was eliminated after moving onto the slicks too late, finishing 11th. He said there was no clearer way for him to express his thoughts to Ferrari than through the radio frustration that we all heard. And he also noted it was not the first time there has been such an operational slip-up. Leclerc will start the race from 10th on the grid, one place ahead of teammate Carlos Sainz, who after finishing 8th in Q3 was hit with a three-place grid drop For impeding Pierre Gasly in Q1. It was a slam dunk penalty and really just capped off a very bad day for Ferrari. Sainz and Hülkenberg were not alone in facing post-session action. Yuki Tsunoda dropped from 16th to 19th after he impeded Hülkenberg in Q1, while Lance Stroll also got a three-place penalty for impeding Esteban Ocon, meaning he will be 16th on the grid. But as we wrap up Saturday in Montreal and what has been a very odd day yet again for Formula One, let's look at a very odd result, and that's Alex Albon, who rolled the dice brilliantly in Q2 as the first driver to run out on slicks. He admitted that he thought he'd done the wrong thing at the time because everyone else was out on the intermediates, but it was a masterstroke. He ended the session P1, and while he wound up 10th in Q3, Albon still had the bragging rights of setting the quickest time in qualifying on Saturday in Canada. Well, it's been a very strange day to continue a very strange weekend in Montreal. It's all set up for a really exciting race on Sunday, though. Max is tapping on pole position again. But if we know anything about the Canadian Grand Prix, it's that nothing is ever straightforward. I'll be back tomorrow recapping Sunday's race on Pit Pass F1. I will see you then.
1: Thanks very much to Luke, who's getting amongst it all on this wacky weekend in Montreal. Make sure you don't miss an update from the Canadian Grand Prix paddock by subscribing to Pit Pass F1, wherever you get your favourite podcasts, and you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. You can also keep up to date with goings on between episodes by following Luke on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Stay ahead of the
0: pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the World of Outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammer Down Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.